0: This is for Palestine, Ramallah, West Bank, Gaza. This is for the child that is searching for an answer. Wish I could take your tears and replace them with laughter. Long live Palestine, long live Gaza. Palestine, Ramallah, West Bank, Gaza. This is for the child that is searching for an answer. Wish I could take your tears and replace them with laughter. Long live Palestine. While we listen to tunes made by ignorant. and those that will join us on podcast at 3cr.org.au. Thanks for joining us. Stay with us and enjoy the episode. Good morning, uh, friends. What, a, what an amazing week. First, I want to thank uh, all of our friends who attended Invasion Day last week. Uh, Of all the rallies I've been to, it was by far the biggest and best, and I reckon over 100,000 people. So congratulations to the organisers, and uh, we look forward to half a million people next year. It's been a big week in Palestine. Uh, We've just found uh, another opportunity for everything to be given away for Palestinians by another uh, racist white person, but we'll go through it all. And I think it's important that we don't give too much oxygen to, to this deal of the century. That being said, um, I've done a bit of work and went through the 181 pages of Bile and I've dissected the thing. And I, th- I think it's important that whilst we don't give it any air, we, uh, uh, we do discuss the main points. Um, and it's important to realise just how racist the document is. And it starts out really early, really early in documents. It says, while the Palestinians have never had a state, you know, this is settler colonialism 101, Aboriginals never had a country, terra nullius, etc. Settlers and occupiers, they need validation to legitimise their theft. They've got to justify their ethnic cleansing, massacres, denials of rights. So you go out earlier with, they never had a state. And the problem with this colonialist mindset is it's predicated on that uh, a host and a parasite, if you will. It's not rooted in land. And Palestinians know exactly who they are and where they come from, they've got strong identities. And and their their identity is rooted to their culture, to their their family stories, to the dirt, exactly like our indigenous brothers and sisters here and and all over the world. And if you if you meet a Palestinian, you ask them where they're from, they'll describe to you the city, the, the 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 olive groves, the 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 churches, the mosques, and they'll 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 tell you the story, the the narrative of their lifetime. And Palestine is in all of us, all Palestinians now. Whether that's me, you know. Uh, uh, a Palestinian born in Diaspora, my children, my father, who was a Nakba refugee, it's in all of us, and it's an inalienable uh, in all of us that is our A right of return, but also who we are. And um, I'm just cutting a bit out of it, my dear friend Michaela, again, she, the late Patrick Wolf, a dear, dear friend of Palestine, a wonderful human being, and a quote that he said to Michaela was, I've never met a Palestinian who didn't want to be one. Now, Let's go to reality. No amount of violence, 72 years of dispossession, has been able to dislodge our identity and who we are. In fact, with every atrocity and every denial of our rights, our identity strengthens. We become more and more Palestinian the more and more they reject us. And, you know, the American and the the Israelis have been trying to uh, extinguish us. It's never going to happen. To be clear, this thing doesn't pave a way to uh, peace. What it is, is an imposed Israeli victory. Um, And we look at the timing of the announcements. On the same day that Netanyahu is indicted uh, on criminal investigations in Israel, the Trump uh, trial, uh, impeachment trial is ongoing in Congress. We've got elections, both of these guys going for elections this year. Netanyahu for the third time in under a year. Uh, Trump trying to get re-elected uh, this year in November this year in the United States. Uh, they're pandering to their base, you know, the ev- evangelical Christian right wing in um, in the United States, and and Bibi too is a settler uh, people that he needs to settler members of the Knesset that he needs it to band into his coalition. Um, the the plan is so absurd in everything that it doesn't do. It doesn't address a single Palestinian right. Um, and the Israelis immediately accept that, you know, this is a basis for negotiations. But now, I mean, I would think planned, they knew that the Palestinians would reject it and this would be an opportunity for them to cast us in mainstream media as rejectionists and, you know, they're, they're, we're, we're the obstacle to peace and then frame this in a in that war on terrorism debate so we can continue to kill brown people wherever they might be in the interests of peace because, you know, Israelis are just like us. Um, And and most Jews in Israel are going to be happy with it because it does nothing for them. I mean, their privileges aren't jeopardized or diminished. They don't need to curtail their speech. Everything still works normally for them. They can travel across borders and they can uh, live under civilian rule. rule. They're welcomed at international conferences. They can sell their... um, armaments, you know, under the uh, banner of battle-tested, you know, occupation-enhancing technology. Um, so, you know, despots around the world in Hungary and Brazil, they'll be lovely. looking forward to buying this stuff. Meanwhile, the Palestinians, whether they're, they're 48ers inside Israel or uh, residents of Jerusalem, uh, residents within uh, the West Bank or refugees in the West Bank or the, the most... Uh, despised Palestinians, those of Gaza, get none of these luxuries. And and I'll go through the plan in a minute, but interestingly, as bad as the plan is for Palestinians, there are Zionists who think it's bad too. And they think it's bad because it even accommodates any concept of Palestine or Palestinians. And a quote from a group called Women in Green, I mean, some of the stuff is just crazy, the commentary under these, these posts. But the comment is, The land of Israel is the sole homeland of the Jewish people and no Palestinians will ever be allowed to live freely on this territory. Sadly, I mean, look, you know, we talk about, we've often talked about Palestinians being political footballs for the Arab world. One would imagine that the fix is in, you know, we had a number of, um, Arab ambassadors attend the, uh, love fest that was the press conference with Trump and Netanyahu, um, Many Arab leaders might reject the plan publicly, um, but increasingly, um, Arabs of the Gulf and Egypt are are keen to embrace um, Israel against with their ideological war against Iran. You know, the European Union is divided and increasingly becoming uh, uh, filled with pro-Israel governments. Um, so we can expect something, perhaps from a Hungary, but then you get, you know, a full backing from uh, um, uh, from Hungary. Excuse me, from from Belgium might be critical, but we get full backing from Orbán in Orbán in Hungary. Uh, you know, Boris Johnson's already in. Couple of bullets from the plan: Israel grows to eighty-five percent of historic Palestine from seventy-eight uh, percent. The U.S. recognizes the annexation of almost all of the. Um, uh, occupied West Bank, including the Jordan Valley and all of the Jewish-only settlements that are built on stolen land in, in violation of international law. Um, all of Jerusalem uh, becomes uh, part of Israel. Um, Palestinian refugees don't get to go back. Uh, they're denied. their are internationally uh, recognized right. Um, the Palestinians, if they want a state, it's a Swiss cheese state. I heard somebody quote as Swiss cheese, the... The Israelis get the cheese and we get all the holes. The Palestinians get the holes. Um, th- those cantons, Bantustans, are surrounded by um, Israeli uh, border posts, control points, roads. Um, and uh, if the Palestinians don't accept it uh, in four years from today, there'll be no Palestinian state. Now, all of those are on top of the past three years of what Trump's done for uh, Netanyahu and that right-wing um, fascist government that exists there now. This is on top of um, recognising Israeli sovereignty over the the, the, the Golan Heights, Syrian territory. This is um, recognising Jerusalem as the eternal capital of Israel and moving the embassy there. This is cutting aid to Palestinians by defunding UNRWA uh, and, and undermining uh, refugee rights. This is reversing the US policy of um, uh, that settlements are illegal uh, closing the Palestinian embassy in, in uh, Washington, D.C. And recently, um, uh, Trump signed an executive order in the guise of fighting anti-Semitism, which really is about targeting Palestinian uh, Palestinians on campus. Um, a couple of key quotes, and I'll read these to you because it's so important to just realise just how far this, this document goes. Um, Though the state of Palestine will include Gaza... Security challenges make the building of a port problematic for the foreseeable future. A Palestinian state without permission to build a port. It says, the state of Israel will retain sovereignty over territorial waters which are vital to Israel's security and which provide stability to the region. I.e., Palestinians won't be able to go into their own territorial waters, won't be able to Um, Mine for gas, fish, whatever it might be Won't have access to the outside world The state of Israel will continue to maintain control over the airspace And electromagnetic spectrum west of the Jordan River So no airspace, we can't have an airport No um, air force, if you will, Even if we had enough land for a, 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 a runway and they get to control the electromagnetic spectrum so no internet no broadband 3G 4G 5G interestingly and in something that hasn't been picked up by the mainstream media there there as we know many um, palestinian uh citizens you know palestinians who remained during the nakba within uh 48 is uh palestine or israel and these there's many palestinians that live quite close to the 49 armistice line which uh the green line which is delineates Israel proper, if you will, from the um, forty-eight uh, from the West Bank, and um, these communities have been called the Triangle Communities. It, confis- it consists of a number of Palestinian suburbs and and cities, something of the order of three hundred thousand Israeli citizens who are Palestinian. Um, so these Triangle Communities uh, are, are deemed to be uh, ultimately. Will be retained by Israel for military reasons. The vision contemplates the possibility, subject to agreement of the parties, that the border of Israel will be redrawn such that the triangle communities become part of the state of Palestine. In this agreement, the civil rights of the residents of the triangle communities would be subject to the applicable laws and judicial rulings of the relevant authorities. So we're going to excise, cut off a tumor, if you will. Um, demographically engineer uh, 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 a Jewish majority by cutting off three hundred thousand Palestinians out of Israel. People who vote will be voting in the March elections. You know, whenever this state of Palestine, Swiss cheese state, is created, we're going to move three hundred thousand of them into uh, into Palestine and out of Israel. All goods and persons will cross the borders into the state of Palestine through regulated border crossings, which will be monitored by the state of Israel. In addition to the overriding security responsibility over the state of Palestine, the state of Israel will be responsibility uh, will be responsible for security at all international car- crossings into the state of Palestine. So exactly like today, we're, it's a prison. Come in and out through the warden. We'll check what can go in. We'll say who can go in what can come out, who can go out, what time, etc., etc., etc. Sounds like a pretty good state to me. Although each party will be in charge of setting zoning rules and issuing building permits in their own countries, zoning and planning of the state of Palestine in the areas adjacent to the borders between the state of Israel and the state of Palestine, including without limitation, the border between Jerusalem and Al-Quds, will be subject to the state of Israel's Overriding security responsibility. What well, this means is, even after annexing huge chunks of the West Bank, it'll then set a limit on how far from the borders Palestinians can build, how big they can build, what they can build, everything, all under the the the, the premise of security concerns. Now, I mentioned Al Quds before. Um, the the uh, the plan calls or allows for a Palestinian capital to be built uh in the in one of the far distant suburbs of Jerusalem called Abu Dis. Uh, Abu Dis is on the other side of the apartheid wall, so not within the um uh, engineered boundaries of Greater Jerusalem that Israel's created. So it's a majority Palestinian uh it's a hundred percent uh Palestinian city uh, uh suburb within Jerusalem's proper city limits. The Palestinian capital can be there. It's not allowed to be called Jerusalem. It can only be called Al-Quds. The Israeli-Palestinian peace agreement shall provide for a complete end and release of any and all claims relating to refugee or immigration status. There shall be no right of return by or absorption of any Palestinian refugee into the state of Israel. Just, I mean... The State of Israel was admitted into the United Nations and and that admission was predicated on UN Resolution 194 which called for the immediate repatriation of all refugees and or compensation for those that didn't want to return. Here we are, 72 years later, where we're being asked to sign away the rights of 6 million Palestinians and of all their future generations. A realistic and just solution means that Palestinians go back to Palestine. That's what fair is. Depressing as the plan is, there's a little nugget in here that makes you know gives us a a, a, look. I think a little bit something to be look, look forward to. The PLO and the Palestinian Authority shall refrain from any attempt to join any international organization without the consent of the State of Israel. Take no action and shall dismiss all pending actions against the State of Israel, the United States, and any of their citizens before the International Criminal Court, the International Court of Justice, and all other tribunals. It shall take no action against any Israeli or United States citizen before Interpol or any non-Israeli or United States, as applicable, legal systems. And this reveals something that's very uh, telling. Israel is genuinely scared of such a move. Aside from the reality of it being an illegitimate state founded founded on the dispossession of another, they fear the applicability the application of international law, um, and so there's great opportunities for for the Palestinians to continue uh, the leadership to continue with their uh, international court of, uh, criminal court of justice uh, applications there, um, and to take Israel to every every court we can and every uh, leader we can to any to the Hague etc. Now um we shouldn't be surprised really with the with, with this with this plan. I mean, you know, Trump's long been a long friend of Netanyahu. Uh Trump's familial ties with, you know, the Kushners and Jared his son-in-law uh through the plan's orders, you know, special envoy Jason Greenblatt, US ambassador to Tel Aviv David Freeman, and and Kushner himself, they're all massive, significant Personal and financial supporters of uh, the settlement enterprise. Uh, You know, I had a laugh. I was watching CNN, you know, just to see what the rest of the media says. And um, I can't remember the reporter's name, but she asked Kushner what made him an expert, you know, 39 years old, a real estate mogul, a son of uh, um, a a real estate developer whose father's in jail for, for, you know, all sorts of uh, nefarious things. What made him an expert? And Jared Kushner said he'd read 25 books. Uh, twenty five books on 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 the issue. Uh, I mean, we're talking about twelve million Palestinians. He read twenty five books. I reckon if he read twenty five books, I still wouldn't let him anywhere near my car, let alone you know do something as uh, important as negotiate uh, a just peace. Um, it wouldn't be complete with us without us working out how we got here, and 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 the the Oslo Peace Accords was signed in 1993, and we all had such optimism. Um, and I say all, you know. Uh, people who Palestinians in the diaspora and certainly Palestinians on the ground who said, you know, this this could be it. Um, there were a few that uh that said no this is not and and um one of those was a Palestinian scholar the late Edward Said. Um and he dubbed the Accords the Palestinian Versailles um and he said that this would undermine our liberation struggle and any hope for a future Palestinian uh, Any future Palestinian sovereignty and, and and he was so right um, So what we've had since 93 Where we had um, uh, um, the Oslo Peace Accords And we'll talk about areas A, B and C in a second But from 1993, 1998 The, the evil butcher, the bloodthirsty Thankfully dead dog of a human Ariel Sharon The butcher of sovereign Shatila Said we'll make a pastrami sandwich of them We'll insert a strip of Jewish settlements in between the Palestinians and then another strip of Jewish settlements right across the West Bank. So that in 25 years' time, and he said this in 1998, so he was only 22 years, he was, wasn't far off with his 25 years, so that in 25 years' time, neither the United Nations nor the United States, nobody, be able to tear it apart. Everybody has to move, run, and grab as many hilltops as they can to enlarge the settlements, because everything we take now will stay ours. Everything we don't grab will go to them. Sharon and Saeed were both right. Uh, The division of the West Bank in Oslo created areas A, B and C. um, And and, and the latter two areas, B and C, became under um, limited Palestinian autonomy. And and what it facilitated was the bantunisation of the West Bank and isolated Gaza. Um, We've known forever that the US has been biased uh, towards Israel. And, um, but the Trump and Kushner deal, this thing is taking it to a new level. Um, the U.S. policy today is now completely in line with the most far-right racist government Israel's ever produced. Um, and increasingly, we're finding it very hard for us to, um, to to even contemplate. I've known forever that they're not an in, uh, honest interlocutor, but it's um, it, it's sickening to how low they've stooped. Um there's no mention in Trump's plan of Palestinian rights. Instead, what we'll get offered is $50 billion in economic incentives um, over the next t- 10 years. This, this bribe uh, is in exchange for our internationally enshrined rights. And, and, I mean, if they haven't learnt anything yet, they've got to know that Palestinians aren't going to be bribed. And we're not going to take Jerusalem off the table. We're not going to take um, our villages and our towns and uh, our rights for equality off the table. Palestinians will return. Palestine will be free, and it will be free when we apply international law and justice. There can be no peace without justice. When you take this um, peace plan from the situation we have in the context of Palestine and Israel, and you say, okay, what does it actually mean from the point of view internationally in, in, in a global perspective? Um. What, what Trump's done here is said, don't worry about the international legal system. Don't worry about international law. Don't worry about, you know, um, what we're supposed to have learned from World War Two about the inadmissibility of territory by, by force. We've created a system now, Trump's saying it's okay, the system is, that might is right. If you're big enough and strong enough and have enough power, you can do what you want, when you want, how you want. What does that mean? Well, it means... The Rohingyas uh, uh, are never going to get justice because, in that power dynamic between uh, Myanmar and their they, just struggle to return to their lands. Um, they're not going to get. They're not going. That's not going to happen for them. Uh, Crimea, you're in trouble. Russia's Russia's grabbed you. West Papua, um, the indigenous peoples of Australia, South America, North America, and all these just struggles around the world. Might is right, according to Donald Trump. We've passed that um, passed that plan. Uh, we had the standing ovations, number of standing ovations from a sycophantic crowd. I mean, not a Palestinian president. I mean, imagine having a, a, um, uh, a peace plan where one of the people that's supposed to be involved in it isn't actually there. I mean, a, a lot of people who've been divorced would like to get divorced that way, I would reckon, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm getting divorced, and here's the plan. What well, probably actually happens uh, in some of the West. What hasn't changed? Here's what hasn't changed within historic Palestine. There's 14 million people there. Gaza, West Bank, East Jerusalem, West Jerusalem, Israel, 48. There's 14 million people there, living between the Jordan and the Mediterranean Sea. Half of them are Palestinian. Now, we're going to call them Palestinian, but let, I... I I, I one of the things that we struggle with as a cause uh, we know it's apartheid. we know that there's two laws for two people, and in South Africa it was very very clear and the pictures were very stark you know um like uh like um the the south of America you know no coloreds allowed in in apartheid south Africa it was if you were black or colored and if you're white it was binary. Well, it's binary. It is binary in Israel. You are either celebrate God on Saturday or you do not. If you do not celebrate God on Saturday, there's a whole set of other things you have to deal with. If you, settle, uh, if you do celebrate God on Saturday, we've got special rules for you. You're one of, one of the chosen special people within this uh, fantastic uh, racist state. The half of that population, the 7 million people who do not celebrate God on Saturday whether they be in Gaza, in Jerusalem, in 48 Palestine, Israel, or in the West Bank, have little or no political rights. Every one of those people within those 14 million people is under the rule of the same government. They use the same currency, the same entity determines the electromagnetic spectrum and the speed of the internet, determines uh, who can come in, who can come out, what can come in, what can come out. Uh, the uh, birth registry, the death registry, the population controls. One entity controls all of that for 14 million people, but only half of that population gets to vote and to determine who controls their lives. Now, that's apartheid 101. Here's the reality. Lasting peace requires justice. It requires valuing Palestinian lives as much as and equally as Jewish lives. It means allowing Palestinians to exercise their rights, including their right to movement, to uh, freedom of religious practice, to move in and out of of their homes, to self-determination. And it has to be rooted in international law and justice for all. Not what extremist Israeli leaders say, not what evangelical uh, Christian preachers in the United States say. Um, and, And just on that, the evangelical... This is one of the craziest partnerships of, of all times. We've got Jews who believe in, uh, in the Torah and the coming of, 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 of the Messiah. And you've got evangelical Christians who believe that we need to herd all of the... This is uh, biblical prophecy. We've got to get all the Jews into Israel, all of them into there, because the sooner they're there, then the King of Kings will come, Armageddon, all those Jews will die, and Christ will uh, save us all they're on the same side. The Christian evangelicals that are calling for a holocaust, the ultimate holocaust of all Jews so that the second coming can happen, and the Zionists who want to uh, cleanse Palestine of all of its indigenous people, they're on the same side. It's time now for the international community to finally and at long last acknowledge the reality of apartheid and hold this racist country to, to, to account. It's time for boycott divestments and sanctions, and to hold all Israeli leaders accountable for decades of grave, systematic abuses of Palestinian rights. Free Palestine. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to joining you again next week.